You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. God's Spirit empowers our hope. This meditation is going to concentrate upon the role of the Holy Spirit in empowering our hope. Let's re-emphasize this. Hope is important to persevere in this age. We need rightly directed hope. God's Holy Spirit will help us. Before you continue to listen, let's pray along the lines of Romans 15:13, which says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I find this to be amazing. What is true of the Father is true of His Son. What is true of the Father and the Messiah is true of His Spirit. In the midst of controversy, our Messiah brought to the forefront his people's ancient confession. When Jesus was sincerely asked to weigh in on his perspective on what the most important command is, he earnestly responded. He gave a straight answer, Mark 12:29 and 30. Jesus answered, The foremost is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. I mention this because hope has a relational context. Our hope in God is the hope we have in the one we love. Hope's context is our love and worship of God. We praise what we love. We praise who we love. He who is worthy of our praise is the source of our expectation. Our God is trustworthy. Therefore, we have hope. In the midst of discouragement, David wrote, Hope in God, for I shall again praise him. Psalm 43, 5b. Our Creator imparts hope through a revelation of what God is really like. He reveals that the one in whom we hope is holy, so also is his spirit. That communication encourages hope. Hope is a righteous response to the Lord's holiness. Holiness is attractive. The seraphim are reported as having the highest view of God's holiness. They were seen as using two of their six wings to actively hold them in place. Hovering, they maintained their position while the wind of awe-inspiring holy presence proceeded from the enthroned God. They did not use their wings to fly away and flee in fear. They positioned themselves as close to the Creator as they could handle and stayed there, communicating with one another about the one they loved. Seraphim stood above him each having six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew, and one called out to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Isaiah 6, 2 and 3. 
The Lord's moral holiness is the manifestation of his perfected love, love at its zenith. God's moral holiness is so wonderful as to be inconceivable. His love goes past the point of comprehensible perfection. His love holiness is empowered by and expressed through omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipresence. Towards his creation, the simple summation is this, the Lord is good. A word about God's goodness. His goodness is empowered by omnipotence, guided by wisdom, filled with omniscience, and is in every place all the time. His goodness is on a different level than anything we've ever known. God is good, and His Holy Spirit reveals that goodness. Therefore, we have hope. One designation of the Holy Spirit is this. He's called your good spirit. You gave your good spirit to instruct them. Your manna you did not withhold from their mouth, and you gave them water for their thirst. Nehemiah 9.20 Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. Psalm 143 verse 10 His good spirit instructs his people. His good spirit leads the individual. Recall, Jesus said that when we see him, we see the Father. When we see Jesus, we see the Spirit too. God is Spirit. Jesus is God incarnate. Everything we love about the Messiah, that of which we are in awe, is true of his Holy Spirit. He is the Son's Spirit. Galatians 4 verse 6. This good spirit is the personal aspect of the one God who communicates the reality of God's goodness to us. This revelation of goodness enlivens our hope and empowers us to keep that hope alive. Now, please reconsider this parting blessing from Paul, Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We can join our faith to this benediction and confidently pray for the Spirit's effective influence. Let's explore this a bit further. God's Spirit's influence is not divorced from the power inherent in His Word. Paul wrote that Scripture, referring to the Hebrew Scriptures, was divinely inspired. The Greek means God-breathed. The Greek word is a compound of God and Spirit-breath. I find this difficult to express, so let me try it two ways. God our Father's breath is the person whose substance is a spirit who is a person. This Numa Ruach spirit is the breath God breathed into the written word as it was being written and who breathes into the disciple as it is being read or heard. Through the scriptures, the disciple's hope is empowered. However, and this is important, the believer has this Holy Spirit person living inside them, and it is an article of biblical faith that he speaks and communicates with the followers of Jesus. The Holy Spirit himself can directly empower, and he can also increase the power of the already empowered soul. 
It's like the dynamic described in John 1.16, grace upon grace. Like grace upon grace, there is power upon power, and God loves us and wants our experience of hope to increase. He does this by his Spirit through the Word. He also does this in a way that is Although connected, distinct from the Word, God can empower our hope through the direct influence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of the Son. He has always been relational. He has always communicated. Spirit-empowered hope is relational, not a mere force. The Spirit communicates His anticipation to our hearts. Remember, this is God's Spirit. Like the Father, the Spirit knows the future. The hope he imparts is based upon the knowledge of God's purposes, plans, and power which shall produce a holy, good outcome. Hope follows faith. The Holy Spirit regenerates and strengthens our inner being. He also gives manifestations of enabling favor, or grace, to the believing community. One of these manifestations of the Spirit is the gift of faith. Hope is empowered by faith. When faith is the result of the Holy Spirit's gift, it inspires hope. Empowered faith is the foundation of supernaturally strengthened hope. Hope proceeds from the faith anointing. The following small section of scripture is not oriented towards hope, but hope follows the fulfillment of these verses. Listen to what Yeshua said, John 16, verses 13 through 15. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. He will disclose to us that which is to come. Through the Spirit's communication we get to anticipate what is coming. That is hope. I've prayed and sung this benediction scores of times. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 15.13 I'm asking you to turn Romans 15.13 into a pattern for prayer. As you petition, believe you are praying in God's will. That understanding increases your faith and hope. John wrote, 1 John 5, 14 and 15, This is the confidence which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him. Let us love our good God, and let us love the goodness of God. The awareness of his holiness can inspire our hope. Let us read the scriptures, expecting the Holy Spirit to empower us through them. Let us expect the good Spirit to impart hope to our souls. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. The theme song is Skirmish from the album Spontaneous Combustion by Leonard Jones. David has written several books, including God's True Love, and his latest, Hope Again, 
Strengthening the Anchor of Your Soul, which contains a collection of daily devotionals. You can find links to these and others by visiting loveofgodproject.org and clicking on the book section. If you'd like to reach out to David, you can go to our Facebook page, Love and War DH, or send an email to loveofgodproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends.